Welcome to the RMR cast. With us today, as always, is Rico, Willow, Lycra, and I'm ASMR Dax. Today I'll be eating cauliflower directly into the Oh, microphone. fuck off. No, come, come join us. <laughs> can we, Dax, can we just have the first topic? <laughs> uh, yes, I will fetch the first topic. Uh, it is... What'd you have for breakfast today? You have breakfast? No, it's not. <laughs> Our first question comes from Peepus Huggins. Wait, actually? Uh, They say, I have a... Don't make fun of their name. I have a very specific fandom I love, but I just can't seem to find anyone who is into it. What do I do, RMR? I am totally a real person. All right, cool. So who wants to go first? I got my answer locked in and ready. Uh, Go ahead, Willow. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So this is a problem I used to run into commonly because, you know, back in the day... No one knew what the hell Tower of God was. So the way I found partners for it is you just Google. Like, Google the fandom you're looking for and forums. And just, you have to, it's kind of like neck burden because you have to find people who write for that fandom and then to see if any, any of those writers are role players. And if you can find a community like that or even a person like that, then you've kind of hit the jackpot. Like, that's how um, Star Trek role players found each other back in the day before, like, role playing was super common. That's how Naruto fans found each other back before, like, there were Naruto discords and all that kind of nonsense. So if you feel like your fandom isn't popular, you just have to, like, I don't want to say you have to, like, search harder, but you have to search smarter. Search for... But you have to search. Yeah, you have to search a little bit smarter. Like, search for your communities. Like, the simple Google search, like, um, fandom name plus fanfic community or fandom name plus role-playing community. You'd be surprised by how many people are out there with your same exact well. Anyone else? Is there any, any, any place uh, in particular on oh. Discord we can find? Oh. Like, what, what, how, how would I find a fandom role-playing yeah, this server. is a great server called uh, Roleplay Meets Network. You should join them. Uh, total self-plug. God okay. damn it. Wow. Well, yeah, no. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's genuinely, like, it's a good option. If you aren't familiar with Dishboard, you can also use dishboard.com or it's a dot .org. I'm never actually sure. And you can search for your fandoms there. That's a little more, it's, I don't want to say sketchy, but you have to, like, be smart about, like, the communities you join through Dishboard because not all of them are, like, you know, vetted server. But if you're searching, that's, like, part of the search. Yeah, and anyone can advertise there. Yeah, even me. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, I would say, yeah, Dishboard is the way to go. Yeah, yeah. All right. This next question is for Rico. <laughs> um, how do I can't type in search channel help? Submitted by Please Help. Oh, no. Um, okay, so it's very simple. You read the rules, and then on the bottom is a, is a um, how do you call it in English again? Checkmark, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. checkmark on the bottom. Wow. Wow. Just, wow. Thank you. <laughs> Groundbreaking. Okay. Here's a real question. Uh, this is for everyone. Do you still have any characters that you created in your youth? Oh. That you still oh. play? Oh, yes. Uh, can I be go first? Okay, go ahead. So. Uh, this is so that's also where I got my name from because you know, no, my real name isn't Rico Striker. Who's jarring new there? But that was my first character we made now 14 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> lots of iterations. Tell us, Adam. Oh, 
He started out. Tell us how you created he him. He started out as a vampire and then became a werewolf, and from there it went all the way to fur the furry side. And would I think it's best if I leave it at that. He's now a full, full blown yeah. furry. No, it's kid. He just he went werewolf and never turned back. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but did you say full blown furry? Yes. Who's blowing a yep. furry? <laughs> I <Gross>. mean, <laughs> we have okay, to okay, keep safe walk. Going back to no, meeting. Goodbye. I don't think we do. Um, Lycra? Um, yeah. Uh, the one that I've kept throughout my childhood would be Felis Killian. She is affectionately known as Faye. Uh, she started out as a Naruto OC. Oh. <laughs> hey. When I was like 14 and she became a werewolf and I can't remember the, how to say it and I don't want to say it because I'm afraid I'll offend somebody but the Irish version of a, wolf, a werewolf and um, then she became a bandit and a shifter and she has just been my all-around go-to usually she's very violent very drunk very vulgar and uh she really just wants to hurt people uh willow uh so the question was ocs we've come around like our first ocs uh, yes that you created in your youth wow as uh, a little bab jeez i have to think about that because i created like Four characters at once when I first started off. Uh, okay, yeah, no, I, re- I remember, kind of. So I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, but my OC Jaden, like, he was the first OC I remember making, giving an actual name. Um, I made him when I was playing on, like, AOL chat rooms, not even, like, Game Messenger, like, way back in the day. Like, I would use him in role-playing chat rooms, and he was just a magician. Like, um magical dude i think his like key characteristics was he was um like across all the role plays i did all the role plays i did with him he's very compassionate very timid but a good fighter and really really uh what's what's the nicest way i can possibly say this he he's a pushover like he's he, a soft boy yeah he's a soft boy he was the original soft boy so whenever the pudding man yes yes like, the best example I can even think of was in one of his first roleplays, he was confronted with an enemy who yelled at him, and when this guy yelled at him, he cried. Like, he's a soft, soft baby boy. I think, like, writing that kind of character for, like, my first character influenced the way I created characters in the future, because, like, none of my OCs are nearly as nice as Jaden. That's just what I was going to ask. How, how, did, how did they influence, like, how you moved forward? All of you. But Dex... What? Do you have any OCs from the olden days? Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, you can't escape this one. I didn't want to go into this. Uh, but on. yes, I don't, since I don't roleplay anymore, I guess this doesn't really apply to me, since I don't use any of the characters that I created in my youth anymore. But um, if I did roleplay, uh, I, I suppose, yeah, I probably would. Um, he was a vampire, just like you, Rico. <laughs> He was a uh, he was a vampire hunter who was also a vampire. Uh, he was uh, I don't know I don't know how to say this nicely. He was an edge lord. He he was uh, I guess always trying to be the good guy, even though he was a bad guy. Um, and I guess I guess uh, to follow up with my own to answer my own question first, I I have enjoyed playing redeemable villains 
a redeemed villain uh, all throughout my role-playing career. And I guess that started with my first character, since he was he was a bloodsucker who hunted other bloodsuckers. Mm. Rico, why, why don't you go next? Why don't you tell us how it influenced you? Well, it influenced me to make a whole family around the character over time and refine him through many iterations, which I'm now at, like, iteration 36. Yeah, you've just... Every other week, it's, uh, okay, hey. I'm redoing all my characters. Hey, hey, you... I'm redoing all my characters. <laughs> no, you can't call me out like that. That's the rude. <laughs> just do. Oh, so, like, uh, how did it influence you? Because we're shifting topics real fast. Oh. <laughs> For me... Faye was my first strong female character, because before that, I used to play small uh, Mary Sue characters who were also dainty and princess. And uh, Faye was my first attempt at trying something a little bit more edgy. And I found that I have an affinity for playing stronger females because it's just more fun. It's cool to be the princess and I guess the sweet baboo girl, but... To be the one who takes someone and shoves their face in the dirt and then laughs is a lot more fun for me. Willow, what about you? Uh, what was the question again? <laughs> uh, how, how did, how did the, the character that you created in your youth, uh, how does that influence you to this day? Oh, oh okay. That's, like, that's really easy, actually. Uh, so, like I mentioned, the character I first created was a soft boy. You know, very, very nice. And it influenced the way I create characters and, like, the characters I have today. Because I wanted to create a contrast to that original niceness. So a lot of the themes I play with now are characters who struggle with, you know, humane decisions. Jaden would, like, stop in the middle of whatever he's doing to help a frog get across the road. And now I have, like, a magician who struggles with, like, not killing everything in sight. <laughs> so it's, like, oh. yeah, like, that kind of, like, dynamic contrast. And, oh, I guess um, I write a lot of fantasy. Like, I'm really comfortable with writing almost all kinds of fantasies as a result of, like, having an OC in, like, a fantasy world at first. I, I would just like to point out that um, our first characters do kind of, uh, they mirror our, who we are. Or who who we uh, who we seem to be to me at least. Rico is an edgelord vampire in real life. Lycra is a a, a strong woman. <laughs> oh, I thought still a Rico for a second, but okay, that works too. Uh-huh. Wow. Willow is is a soften, a, a softy, <laughs> and I'm a villain. You can't know all the way around it, but yeah. Next question uh, are what are some privacy concerns I should be mindful of when engaging the RP community? Submitted by. D. Nuts. <laughs> no could you, way! Could you, could you, uh, oh, you could, know him? Could you answer the question again, please? Personal I ask the, yes, I, I will ask the question again. Yes. Uh, the, the question submitted by D. Nuts is, what are some privacy concerns I should be mindful of when engaging with the RP community? Ooh, that's a, Who that's wants to a, take it? Good old friend D. I feel like I lead the conversation a lot, so one of you guys can take this one. Uh, oh. Rico, you, you are the owner of RMR. Why don't you take it? Ooh, that's a really hard one. And also a very controversial one. Uh, you could say, if you get close with people, that could lead to uh, a risk in, uh, in uh, privacy. And also, so information could spread. 
over on some servers they ask too much information. It really depends on what you're, you're um, comfortable sharing. Okay, so don't make friends. Got it. Um, <laughs> no, you do make friends. It's just be careful with what you share online. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that is, that is basically it. But yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, it's basically the same thing with any kind of social interaction. You want to be careful with the fact that you don't know this person. You want to write together. That's great. You have a, something in common. But just because you have something in common with somebody doesn't mean that you need to tell them things that you wouldn't tell a complete stranger. You don't know what can go to who or who can go to who. Because you know this person's role-playing with other people, too, most likely. So just be careful. Be cautious. Not everyone who likes the same things you do is going to be a really good person. Be guarded. Yeah, like to build on what Lycra just said, it's really important that, especially when engaging in any sort of community activity, so like reaching out to people to write with or even like to talk about fandoms with, you remember the important parts of being a safe person on the internet. You don't want to, you know, immediately disclose personal identifying information about yourself. It's hard to say you don't want to like blindly trust strangers, but you don't want to put anything about yourself or your personal life out in the open where anyone could see it or anyone could take advantage of it. Of, of course you can, you can share information about yourself. Just, yeah. um, yeah, just don't, don't go blabbing. Your yeah. Like, number. like don't join a role play server and immediately give us your social security number because I will rob you. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. It has happened before. For legal reasons, joking. <laughs> For legal reasons, we we are indeed joking. I will not rob you. I'll probably just delete the message and tell you, "Hey, are you sixty five years old? Because if so, your security number is at risk." Um, hello, it's uh, ASMR time. Oh with, God, uh, here scan we go. Likely, I would I would like to just ask uh, for your personal information. God damn it! And God. I would like to ask if you can go to a Walmart near you and purchase gift cards in the amount of five hundred dollars. Okay, my, my social security number is one two eat a dick. Oh wow. Oh, okay. Uh, I was writing uh, that down. So uh, that's eat eat a eat a dick all yeah. capitals? I, I, I don't know. I think that's in Dutch. No in I don't in, know what I don't know what it means. In numbers. Oh Ita so dick. one two three at sign Fuck. So can we move to uh, the next question next? <laughs> no, I, I actually have something to say on this. Um, D is a close personal friend, and we were talking about it in DMs. And D-Nuts asked me, is it okay to scan QR codes on, on Discord? And I didn't really... Um, I, have, I have my own like uh, hang-ups about QR, but I wanted to know what you guys thought about um, like logging in with a QR code. Okay. I can answer this. Oh. oh, you can go ahead, Rico. This is this is also like your area of expertise yeah. as well. Yeah, do it, do it, do so, it. So, with QR codes, only only scan the QR codes on your own Discord client. Never on a picture or anything someone sends you. Only from Discord itself. If you scan it from someone else, you are risking your account and all other other um, information. Right. Go on, Willow. So, with how QR codes work. You really want to be careful with what you use to scan it, because as Rico said, if you're not using your own personal device, you're kind of fucked. Like, let's say you're trying to log into Discord and you don't have your phone, but you have a friend's phone. Even logging into Discord with your friend's phone 
can fuck with your security settings for Discord because it remembers the it basically remembers the phone that you use to log in. And if you're not using your phone, then the phone you use can be used later on to log into Discord again. And it might like recognize your Discord. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I agree. That that's a big thing. Make sure you trust whatever device you're logging in on. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. big that's a big thing. Like uh, you don't Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, fine, I'll go. <laughs> um losing your account is um it's not the end of the world, but you just you don't want to go through that that nonsense. And you definitely don't want some someone else to log into your account and like, you know, scam people or pretend to be you and fish for information that it's and uh, avoid the nightmare people. Yeah. Especially D, my good friend D nuts. I I'm not chiming in too much on this topic because I'm a paranoid little bean and <laughs> Oh, so am I. So I, I'll am be I, the yeah. first person to tell you don't talk to people, just role play. <laughs> oh yeah, no. So that's like that's my favorite kind of advice actually. Just like yeah, no, like legit don't talk to people out of character. Or if you do people talk to that's gonna happen. Like it's gonna happen, but if you talk to someone out of character and they give you a weird vibe, don't talk to them out of character again. Trust your feelings. Just don't send them your tits. Trust. Like, trust your gut feeling because your gut feeling is probably correct. Yeah, trust them. If you, if you for any reason at any point in time feel uncomfortable, do not second guess yourself ever. <laughs> that is your... Yeah. You have a reason you're feeling that way. You are allowed to feel that way. You can set your boundaries and make sure you do. <laughs> so the TLDR vibe check that bitch like li- literally vibe check a person trust trust your feelings luke <laughs> i'm i'm a ghost boo i'm a star wars ghost Ooh. i don't mean to keep talking on this topic but um y- y'all know this is my jam and uh obviously d um oh my god he d knows that, that. I absolutely what's d's full d- name uh it's d-e-e yeah but yeah, yeah abbreviated as d uh, yeah, D-Nuts uh, knows that, and I'm pretty sure that's why they asked. Um, anyhow, just don't, especially, I, I know about uh, verification. With verification, if you're sending, like, a, an ID uh, with a selfie or anything to, like, verify your age, uh, if you go into an 18-plus server and, and they might need that, um, always make sure to black out all the, all the information that you don't, that they, that they don't need in your ID. Don't just send them a picture of your ID, you know. And afterwards, um, it, delete it. Yes, afterwards, after they see it and they acknowledge it, delete it. I, I think we've beaten this to death. Yes. So, what's with a, next? With a stick. This next one is, uh, are we truly responsible for our own happiness? That was submitted by me. I really want to know. Oh, uh, you, this is the wrong question to ask me. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? Are we truly responsible for our own happiness? I'm not looking to have a crisis on my. Just tell me, no. Just, just tell All me right. no. Tell All me right. no. So you yes. want the, you want the beef? But I think I think we should. Don't answer that one. No, <laughs> the people want the truth, Rico. Yes. Oh God. I want the Dax, truth. Dax, Dax, you're the only one that this applies to. Yes, you are in charge of your own oh. happiness, but you're also in charge of everybody uh, else's. Well, I don't mind that. that. It's just my own. For greater discretion, this You're is for that. If I'm not happy, it's my own fault. Yes. Uh, uh, okay. Next question. Oh God. Uh, how did you go from writing single para to novella, or novella to multi para? 
That's simple. I didn't. Submitted by hey. Anonymous. Well, then this isn't for you, Rico. All right. Yeah. Uh, this. I, I suppose this is for the more literate people. I, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you can't write English. Wait, that's, that's a bully. I only, I only that's a bully. Dutch. <laughs> only Dutch. Yeah, only Dutch. Hold on, hold on. I have a, I have a side question, real quick. Do oh, you role play no. in Dutch? No, actually, I, I role play in English. Only in English. You've, you've never role played in Dutch. I have. It's terrible, and they'll don't do it again. Yeah, no, I role played in Korean Why? ones. It's fucking. It's so weird, but it's, also, it's kind of fun. Hold on, but but Rico, Dutch is your native language, so why why is that weird? It's just I use these words every single day to my my family, and English I only use to you weirdos online. Oh, wow, okay. a, so Dutch is Dutch is personal to you. Yeah, it's a fair okay. distinction, actually. Yeah, I also want to point out that the Dutch words probably have more letters in it. Oh, and his little raccoon fingers can't reach them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Got it. Uh, uh, his, poor, his poor little raccoon. I can fingies. also go in why I didn't go from writing like really long, long posts. Like I am capable to do so. Yeah, I mean, we know. It's it's just much more to reach the keyboard. <laughs> yes, that too. But um, also, it's just a big personal preference. Like I am someone who's always multitasking. I don't sit still, and I'm always doing like nine role plays at a time. And if I have to write a really long post for each and every single one of them, I'm going to die. Not joking. Oh no! Who would ever wish that upon you? Oh, oh, they, oh no! No one, no one yeah. ever. Oh. oh so, but I think. Oh, no, should we go on to Willow because I ha I think Willow has a good answer to this. God damn yeah, it. Willow or Lycra? Willow, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no. So, my answer for how I transitioned from writing single lines to paragraphs to multi-paragraphs to novella is practice. When I first started role-playing, I was, like, a kid, and when I was a kid, I wasn't, like, the best writer. So, most of what I wrote was off the top of my head. I didn't consider grammar or scenes or a lot of, like, conventional writing stuff. And that's not actually fair to say, because I know like a lot of like single line role players will try to consider that. But the big switch for me was I wanted to describe more of what was happening at a single time. So it went from me writing like a single line of dialogue to me writing a single line of dialogue plus an action. And then from there, I started writing multiple lines of dialogue plus multiple actions. And then my character starts and over the years, that built it from me writing single lines to single paragraphs. And then once I got comfortable writing single paragraphs and a couple of paragraphs, I started writing novella style, which is like, for those of you who aren't like aware of like the term, we use it in the roleplay community to describe any like roleplay reply where you're writing, let's say, I think the consensus was like, was like 700 words or about like six or seven paragraphs per reply at the very least. So like, it's a lot to look at, but it's also... If you get used to it, it's really fun. It's like writing your own story as a reply each time. I did have a did have a follow up, but you did kind of answer it. Uh, Damn is it. that is uh, sorry? <laughs> is is wanting to describe more the only reason why you transitioned? Uh, no, actually. Well, after Axe's question now, is it okay for me to talk about some of my writing? Because this is important for this question. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to describe more. Uh, what was happening in the scenes so like not just like um write more for the sake of like fitting more in for like dialogue or like for an action but uh what's a good example for this oh 
So if my character smacks someone in the face, I wanted to be able to write that action, what they're saying, and then like how they're feeling, just so the person who's responding has more to go off of. So it's also like a desire to give your roleplay partner more to read or like more to write with so they can give you more to write with. It's a weird thing. It's like an arms race. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's yeah. It's a roleplay arms race. Yeah, it's who can make the who can make their partner cry first and the hardest. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, all right, Lycra, go ahead. Yeah. Sh- sh- um, show us all up with your prowess. Yeah. And my prowess, I... <laughs> I started writing more when I joined a website that no one knows about called Ovid Gamers or Avid Gamers. I don't know how you want to say it. It was basically you could make forums for role playing and I ran a few. And the thing about it is that no one ever wanted to play the villain. And I had to take up the mantle of being the villain all the time, which I slowly grew to love. But as a villain... I had to leave openings for the heroes to come in. And there were 30 to 40 people on one board. So there were 30 or 40 opportunities sometimes I had to make. Like, I'm going to post in here and give everyone an opportunity to come get the villain. So I would post up to two to three pages worth of a reply. (laughs) So there were multiple different ways for all these different characters to come in if they wanted. And an opportunity to talk to the big bad. And then from there, I kind of just started to do one-on-ones. And just like Willow said, I wanted to make more opportunities for my partner to reply, to give them openings, especially since I do do action, too. I'm a big action fan. I'm a big adrenaline fan. And I want to paint a pretty picture for my partner, too. I've always been kind of a non nonfiction writer. Over the years, I've um, developed my voice, mostly. So... A lot of what I write is commentary on what's going on, not necessarily what people are thinking or what I'm sorry, what my character is thinking. But um, I like to play. I don't know, I guess I guess the world in my own voice. It's uh, I like to uh, write as much as basically I wouldn't I wouldn't classify myself as any any uh, para multi para novella. I just write. Well, I don't I don't write a book. God damn it. Because I ain't got the time for that. But uh, I, I just write as much as I need to, as I feel I need to, for the, uh, for the moment. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to make my part. Fine. That's basically what I do too. I do. Well, I, we know, <laughs> we, we know uh, Willow and Lycra do. Yes. Hey, I don't want to make my part in the crime. Cry just, for me. Give me your tears. Just I'd rather not. I do want to tag on to this like, little discussion that... Oh, please. If you have anything to add, I'm here to listen. How much you write does, in the end, not really matter as long as you enjoy yourself. That's one of the biggest things for me. Like, writing is nice and all, but at the end, if you are not enjoying yourself, then you're doing something wrong. I don't enjoy anything. I know. That's why you quit, did you not? No, I mean anything. Um, in the world. That sounds like a you problem. I'm going to quit the world. Goodbye. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Bye. I'm gonna, really... I'm, gonna Bye toss, I'm gonna toss myself in a catapult, launch myself into space. Bye. Your arms are that going long. To, going to the sun. Uh, next question is: What's your favorite food submitted by anonymous? I like Superman ice cream. Um, if you want it. to send me a giant carton of Superman <laughs> ice cream at any point in time, just contact me for my address. This is the one and only time you get it. And if I don't get the ice cream, I uh, will kill you. You will hold the world hostage. I, I, oh yes. God. I actually love Lycra so much. 
I, I actually don't know what Superman ice cream is. Hold on, I'll... And uh, just to let you all know, I have a pint coming to my house right now. It's uh, almost here, about four minutes. Uh, Dax, imagine the... You ever had a firecracker ice cream bar? Like, the ice cream pop? We're from, like, the same general area. Like, the... It's in a yellow wrapper. Like bomb pop? It's, yeah, bomb pop. Red, white, and blues. Okay. It's the yeah. ice cream equivalent of that. Okay. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like different flavors, though. Like instead of like oh, lemon, okay. cherry, and like blueberry, it's mm, it's still very good. Okay. So are, uh, we, are we just choosing ice creams here? Oh, no, no, no. no. It's food. Rico, it's food. Rico, go ahead. Oh, hold on, hold on. Rico, burger and pizza. Oh, you know the answer. It's both. Yeah, uh, Rico, a, a while back, for those those who don't. No, Rico would ask everyone, burger or pizza? Oh my god. And then I'd get some really good answers out of it, and that show, it can show you who is a good person and who's a bad person. Those who, like, neither, don't, just, just don't talk to them. And this is not related <laughs> to the question, but we're doing this now. Rico, yes? Dax said burger or pizza, and that gave me a flashback. Do you want to talk about your favorite kind of pizza? Tuna. Oh, yikes. It's mine, too. Lycra, I thought we were friends. Not anymore. Wow. Tuna pizza is amazing, and you cannot knock it until you've tried it. It's like pineapple bowl and pizza. I've tried it. It is... Ah, uh, wait, God, you know what? It's not the worst kind of pizza. Do not... Exactly. You... Yeah, I thought about that. Okay. It's like tuna milk, but on a pizza. That's it. You're, it's you're like, making it's like this a, sound worse. Really... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no thanks. Um... So Dax, what is your favorite Oh, Lord. Uh, um, a hard-boiled potato. Oak hole does not count. Raw potato. I don't know. I, I would think Black that. Black that's you. But um, I would say buffalo chicken quesadillas. I didn't expect that, actually. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, go ahead. Hold go on. Ahead. Everybody shut up. This is important. This is very important. God damn it. Uh, it's uh, my favorite pizza is breakfast pizza. Discuss. Give me hate. Give me all your hate. What's I don't a, care. What's a breakfast pizza? Breakfast pizza? Oh, it's a... It's like eggs and cheese and sausage on a pizza. But instead of marinara sauce, usually it's a with breakfast gravy. Wait, this might be an American thing. Yeah, it's an American thing. It is very much an American thing. Yeah. It is, it's, it's a gravy pizza. Of course, it's American. So I have a question for you, Lycra. How, uh-huh. how do you eat raw potatoes and why do you like them? Yeah, just, you just you grab them and you wash them and you peel them and then you eat those suckers like an apple. Audience, as you're going to hear, our friend Mike right here is just built different. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Absolutely. We love you, Jay. Yeah. When, when I was young, um, my grandma used to make any kind of potato di- dish with, raw, with regular potatoes. Like, you know how most would have mashed potatoes with hungry, hungry Jack or that baked potato flake shit. My grandma would always make it with real. And she would cut them into little chunks. And me being the sweet little curious babu would run over and sneak one and run off. And then she just started to make my own little bowl for me. And I ate them. Um, <laughs> I, have, I have a texture thing. I, I enjoy anything with a crunch. Um, it has to have a really hearty crunch and it doesn't matter what it tastes like. I will like it. Unfortunately, I, <laughs> I say that. Um, so yeah, it tastes crunchy. <laughs> well, good thing about potatoes. It tastes like nothing if you don't cook it. It does kind of have a taste, actually. It does. It, does. Yeah. it has a really yeah. earthy taste to it. Yeah. Oh, so you're eating dirt. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like dirt. 
It's it's grown in dirt. You pick you peel it out. You pick it out of the dirt. It's like a like a dirt pearl. <laughs> it, no, they're called Earth's apple. What? Uh, I like dirt pearl. Can we have a little playing question next time? Uh, sure, but I have something to follow up oh. about potatoes. Oh. Wait, um, I don't answer my favorite food. Mute me. Oh yes, your fa- yes, your favorite food. But hold on, let's uh, before we get <laughs> off potatoes. I'm sure I've told some people about this, but uh, back when my grandmother was alive, she was a Mormon, and she used to get us. I call them Mormon apocalypse potatoes because I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of Mormons are like. I don't mean to I don't mean to call Mormons out, but I I'm pretty sure they. Like, <laughs> I don't think Mormons up. will be listening. Whoa, hold on. Rude. Oh, and yes, that's the um, Amish. Right, my bad. Yes, that is the Amish. Oh, God. <laughs> I got plain tins, plain regular tins of like little pellets, little, little, little potato pellets, and you, you put water in them. They're like instant potatoes, except they were fantastic. It, it's so much better than like anything real potatoes, instant potatoes, anything. They, uh, go to the Mormons know potatoes, okay? Mormons know potato. That's that's what you should take away from this. Willow, what is your favorite food? Uh, I actually don't have a favorite food because I like a lot of foods. My favorite food right now, though, uh, I which food do you like the most? That's just well, gee, I never thought of that. Thank you, Rico. I now know my favorite food. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Uh, my favorite food right now because it's summer and like I get hot easily. I really, really, really like mangoes like a lot. Like uh, tomorrow, I'll plan on going back to the supermarket and getting like four or five just to like last me throughout the week. But I haven't had a mango in so long. Mangoes are very good. I also really like. So I used to make this dish called bibimbap. It's Korean mixed rice, and that's probably one of my favorite like dishes. Just because I don't really like a lot of like hot foods, like I don't get along well with, with grease or most meats, but I do like stir fry and I do like rice and I like ground beef weirdly enough when it's cooked to the way I like it. And that's basically what bibimbap is. Well, for me, it's um ground beef that's marinated, um vegetables and sticky rice, and it's very 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 good. Oh, it does sound good. Yeah. Well, now I'm hungry. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Also, I hate mangoes. No, it was anonymous. Damn it, Anonymous. You made us hungry. Uh, what What were you saying about mangoes? I said I hate them. Oh, uh, rude. Wait, what? I hate mangoes. <laughs> okay, if we're going to go on for what we hate, right? In the Netherlands, avocados are a really big thing recently, right? And I just don't get how people could eat them. Like, no oh offense God, to people I'm... who like avocados. I just, that's just so weird to Wait, me. Wait, you're telling me your people are screwed up eating... I'm paying an avocado. Yeah, over here, avocados got become so popular that there was like a shortage uh, for a while. In the supermarkets. That's, you know, your people are also just built different. Like, the Dutch people as a whole are, they're powerful. Hey, you watch what you say. We, we all come after you. I, I, I just gave them a compliment. They're powerful, powerful people. <laughs> oh, we don't take Yeah, you watch what you say. Like, they're not powerful, well. damn it. I like avocado flavored things, but I can't eat, like, the physical avocado. If I have a bite of it, or, like, even, like, a chunk, I feel like I'm eating, it's hard to describe. I feel like I'm eating, like, the physical manifestation of the color green and it's very awkward <laughs> i would eat green i wouldn't i would eat like yellow or orange i wouldn't drink yellow at all but i would eat yellow uh would you eat blue uh, mm, yeah i would eat blue yeah me too you know what color i would eat what oh, you're gonna hate me for this don't say orange. it orange oh okay okay okay, okay. orange yeah. are you extracting yellow yeah all right that's that's enough about eating things that don't exist okay all right 
I got, I'm eating yellow right now. Look at the picture. All right. Our next question is, uh, I really want to get into a Western RP, but all the ones I try to do are just so boring. Hi. Do you have any advice for how to spice them up? Submitted by Remington Magnum Colton. Hello. Howdy. How you doing? Howdy. How are you? Well, you know, first you start off with the word howdy. And oh my God, wait, I forgot. Oh. So people can't actually see our voice chat right now, but Lycra's nickname is Dolly Parton. So this is like the perfect time to mention that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> currently working on a Western roleplay myself. And the way that I have spiced it up is I have decided to make it fantasy by making it eldritch cowboys. Cowboys fighting eldritch beings in the Appala- Appalachian Mountains. Post-Civil War. Yes. Is that a D&D campaign you are running? No, that that's different. That would that's be that Van Richten. Appalachia? Style. Wait, no, that's Van Richten, yeah. No, I am literally doing a roleplay where I am playing a former outlaw who is fighting eldritch monsters. And... I'm still working out the kinks in it, uh, and... (laughs) (laughs) If you you catch my drift. (laughs) But you can spice up any roleplay with fantasy, but if you're not a fantasy roleplayer, the best way to do it is action. There's so many different aspects. Look, I I hate to be that person, but do your research. There's different actual outlaws that you can take inspiration from. There's different historical time periods and things that happened that literally our amazing roleplay fodder stay true to the source it's so much fun wow way to be condescending yeah just do your research uh remington magnum colton yeah remington god yeah but if if you don't like fantasy i would say now this is my personal taste it's basically add whatever you don't have to be true to life just add whatever you like if i were to do a western roleplay i would add um humor i guess stupid thing i would add a lot of stupid shit just so much stupid shit. And there's and I would just enjoy so much it. opportunity for that, too. <laughs> well, another thing, right? You don't specifically have to roleplay that on Discord. Like, if you really want a decent uh, one, you could also go on to Red Dead with a group if you have friends. If you have. Yeah, that's that's something. I don't think we've ever talked about that, but you can you can roleplay in-game if that's your thing. Yeah, and uh, usually, like, for me, Cowboy... Like, I've tried a Cowboy roleplay on Discord before, and I just... I think I'll... On games, I just goes a little bit better because I always have had trouble with guns in, in roleplay because, you know, you live and die by them. <laughs> yeah. Short, violent life. Yes. Living in living in the old west. Just one bang and that's it. Um, uh, in, I, in multiple ways, that one. Uh, <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I asked myself that same. Quite a bit. Quite a bit is wrong with him. That was really funny, actually. Willow, do you have any uh, anything to add? Uh, what was the question? It was, I am I am wanting to do Western, but is so boring. How? How do not boring? Oh, okay, that's easy. So first... Submitted by Gunman. So first, you're going to go on Amazon.com, type in cowboy, no space, hat. You're going to oh, buy the first thing you right. see, wait for it to ship, put it on, give it your best yeehaw. Come on, give us your best yeehaw. Oh, absolutely not. I'm from the city, boy. I'll do it. Come no. There's someone here. Give us your yeehaw. Absolutely not. That was my, that was my best yeehaw. Yeehaw, partner. Oh, no, my God, that's best. But I... <laughs> I don't actually have a lot of experience writing just, like, plain Western stories. Usually what I do is I'll incorporate Western themes into different kinds of settings. Like, my favorite genre, actually, 
is space westerns because I really, really like space and I like the themes and moods of western stories. I just don't like, you know, the old West America. So if you find yourself basically Firefly, yeah, or Space Dandy or Cowboy Bebop, but you Space D and D, yeah, yep, not Space D and D, Space Dandy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a show that's imagine Cowboy Bebop, except like less serious and a little a little more gay in like a good way. Less serious and Cowboy Bebop, though. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Oh. Sure you can. But uh no, if you find yourself bored with that genre and you're looking for ways to spice it up, the way I go about it usually is I incorporate that genre into a different kind of setting or I'll spice up the characters because it's difficult to spice up genres because genres are built upon themes, which is, well, that's like actual English. Yeah. I, I think that's a good piece of advice for any, anything you, you find boring. Yeah. Just mix in. Mix in a different genre or a bunch of stuff you like. Yeah. Try, try to find a good, a good mixture. It doesn't have to be just pure Western, pure, um, uh, shit. Pure shit. Yes. Yeah, no, we just don't add pure shit into it. We, we want to avoid pure shit. <laughs> a pure shit, yes. Not good. Not good. I'm going to say, I'm going on what Willow said before. Like I said, I'm incorporating eldritch beings in one of mine. I also happen to be someone who's played a vampire Western before, which was a lot of fun. You also have to remember that during Western cowboy times is when all these different countries were coming over, too. So you also have Asian themes you can throw in there, different cultures, different anything. And plus, anything with cowboys is great. You can make space cowboys. You can Just make Dutch wizard people. cowboys. Just Dutch people all over. Oh, God. But the West is so sunny. How do they survive? <laughs> That's why they went to the... The story was that the reason why they went to the West was because it was so sunny and they were pretty sure all the other vampires would leave them the fuck alone and they didn't. <laughs> oh, I guess that makes sense. But did they start to sparkle? <laughs> do you know anything about me? Yes, you like to sparkle Ooh. vampires, don't Who are you? you? Who are you? I want blood. Well, come and have it. Interesting. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't think you have blood. I've seen no, you. it's a blood ichor, but I try. Just a lot of tomato juice. So, Dax, do you have any more questions? If not, I might have one. Yeah, I have more questions, but you can. Uh, you can go ahead. Okay. So you have all been staff members at Alba for quite some time. Ah, uh, here we what go. What makes you come back every single day to do this bloody job? Well, you're an You're the owner of Armor. Don't you think this is an appropriate question to ask yourself? I mean, yeah, why, oh, why? Why is Rico? Okay, the reason why I come back is because no one else does it better, you know? That's straight, straight up. Like, if I don't do it, who else will do it? I cannot let Dax do it. He will burn down the server within three, within three days. I wouldn't. He I would. wouldn't burn down the server. I'm just going to say that I love RMR and everything about it, and it's a great place and a great community. Can you please loosen the chains just a little bit? I promise I won't run again. Right, <laughs> <laughs> just blink twice. Okay. <laughs> okay, just because you said it's a nice, it's a little bit delusion. Go eat your ice cream. God. Uh, well, for me, it's less of a I keep coming back kind of thing and more of doing what I do in RMR has become a very sizable part of who I am online, actually. 
I decided to, well, not decided, it kind of happened naturally. Without me realizing, I have devoted a lot of my free time on the internet to either interacting with people on RMR, writing roleplay stories, and then, like, finding partners on RMR, or just helping out behind the scenes. And as a staff member, a lot of what I do behind the scenes is, it's a lot of, like, partnership work. So it's a lot of, like, messaging people and waiting for a response, and then waiting for a response, and then waiting for a response. Oh, oh, and then coming into my DMs, we have, like, a little fight, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, once a month, we'll, like, have an all-out battle. Uh, But I guess... What keeps me personally coming out? You want to have more? Oh, no, like, I was about to, like, build up like what, like, Chris said. Armor really is, uh, it's a cool place. It's come far, and we're coming further, but... <laughs> I'm sorry, I said coming further. Okay, 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 I'll get it together. Uh, Even I didn't giggle. Come on. Shut up. Okay, but for myself, right, why I keep coming back, it's just, I just love doing it, you know? It's a, it's a little hobby that uh, got out of hand. Yeah! If anything. Sure, there's some things that are not fun, but that's everywhere in life, you know? In all honesty, I've made some pretty good connections here. Um, I think I've made some pretty healthy friendships here that keep me coming back like people I actually look forward to seeing every day and it's kind of fun to see a community thrive and plus I like helping <laughs> I like helping in a place where people I enjoy being around can come and be their nerdy selves so Dax why do you keep coming back huh I am bidden <laughs> you're bidden our next question comes from Tina L. from Minnesota. I'm just getting into RP and I don't know where to start. Where's a good place to start? Where did you start? Rico, where did you start? Okay, so I started on the Habbo Hotel when I was a lot younger. So that's, uh, that was a thing. But if you want to get started with roleplay and like actually writing paragraphs and all that, you should first just find a partner and try it. Let your partner know it. you're new to it. Eh? Or ask Nivy for help. And Because Nivy is an amazing source of help in that regard. Like, they give really good advice. Yeah. Okay, but um, <clears throat> Tina L here from Minnesota. Um, <laughs> where should I find a partner, though? How do I find a partner if I'm just getting into it? Well, there are these really great websites and these great servers, one of them being RMR. You have Roleplay Revived, you have uh, Switchboard, and you have a bunch more. Uh, Roleplayers Hub, oh god, there's so many to list. But all of these have lovely people you can can find a lot of different partners on all of them. Okay, but how how do I know what to write in an ad, in my first ad? How do I know what to write? Again, this is this is Tina L. from Minnesota. I think Willow can answer that one the best. All right, Tina. So what you're gonna do is get in your keyboard and then just put your foot in it, and that's your first step. Oh. No, uh, <laughs> so I don't think my foot will fit. Oh, geez. And you might. Well, then you might need to use your brain. So when writing an ad, you shouldn't, especially if it's your first ad. The things you should keep in mind are first, what do you want to roleplay? Second, who do you want to roleplay with? And three, do you have? Any like specific limits or things that you would absolutely want your future partners to know? I can even give you an example really quick. Like, let's say, oh, go ahead. Sorry. In addition to that, another good thing would be look at other adverts and make a little, like, just copy some of what they do over because. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because they, it's just the best to 
copy sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you can learn that way. Like, yeah, don't be afraid to copy until you find your own voice. Absolutely. Don't, if you see something that you like, especially an ad, like, even if you don't like the stuff that's in the ad, if you like the way that the person phrased the ad, take it apart. Figure out what you like about it and try to imitate it because that's how you discover your own voice. I was about to say, yeah. um, it gets easier to write ads the more you do it because the more you write ads, the more comfortable you get expressing what you want out of roleplay partners. It's a really cool phenomenon, actually. Yeah, and don't be afraid to experiment when you're first starting out. Yeah, like... Uh, not only with ads, but with, like, what you like, what you don't like. The only way to find all that out is to just jump in first. Yeah! Uh, I don't really have any more... Oh, wait, actually, I have something to add for where you can find partners. So... Um, when you're looking for partners, you can look on Discord, you can look on like Discord servers, you can look on our server if like the advertising works. <laughs> but you can also, and this is how I first like really started writing out. Um, so I started on AOL and then like migrated to American Instant Messenger, so AIM. And then I was on forums for like five years. And the way that worked is I would go to Google, put in fantasy role-playing forums, and then just go with the win. And that's how I found places to post ads, review ads, like review role plays. And just very gradually, I use Google more and more specifically to find what I want or to discover what I like. Yeah. Hi, uh, Tina L here again from Minnesota. Hello, Tina. How do I know if a partner is right for me if I'm just starting out like I am now? Mm. That's difficult. Uh, when you're first starting out, I think it's really important. Like one of the biggest things that a lot of writers will say looking back is it's important to understand your boundaries, like understand what you are comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with and what you're comfortable experimenting with. Because if you have an understanding of that, then you can recognize what you don't like very quickly. Basically, another thing is if you're talking with somebody and you start to get excited about the idea or you start to get excited and then you start role playing and you're having fun. Congratulations. You found that partner that's good for you. If you are role playing and you're not having fun or it starts to feel more like a chore and you just don't feel comfortable, then you probably know that partner is not for you, too. It's about finding that place where you're having fun and you are in your little safe space. It's supposed to be enjoyable. Hi, uh, Tina L here from Minnesota. Okay, so I took your advice, yeah, and I, I wrote an ad and I found someone, but I'm not having fun. How do I get out of this? Oh, it's easy. You um, block and... No, I'm just <laughs> yeah. I was literally about to say that, yeah. <laughs> it's best to politely tell your partner why you think you don't fit and then just either fix your issues or break it off depending on which one you, you prefer at that time. Tina L here, again, from Minnesota. What if they don't like that and they still want to chat and they still want to uh, RP? Block that bitch. Yeah, I mean, if they if they have a problem with it, then, then that's their problem. You shouldn't feel forced to be in anything that is supposed to be enjoyable. Yeah, again, no. that's what I that's what I say. You want to make sure you're comfortable. If you're not comfortable, if you feel forced, if you need help, blink twice and block. Yeah, you can always come to staff uh, in um, whatever server you found them in. Even if they're not currently in the server or in the server anymore, uh, we can usually give you like advice uh, yeah. how to how to deal with someone. And don't be afraid of people. Except uh, always be afraid of people and don't give out don't give out your tits or your social security number. Did you say don't give out your chicks? Your tits. So, oh, okay, okay, your, okay, okay. Okay, fair enough. No dick pics. Dang it. For free? Well, <laughs> we, can, we can talk about that later. 
Hold on, hold on. I can't stand you. Okay, so to next question. Okay, Tina L from Minnesota. I got a question here. It's from uh, Anonymous. I'm sorry, my, my Minnesota accent is terrible. I haven't practiced it at all. It was beautiful. Thank you for that, Doug. <laughs> I can do Minnesota, but that's about it. <laughs> what other kinds of writing do you think would be good for becoming a better role player? Poetry. Anonymous. Poetry. Fan fiction. Let's be fair. A lot of role players are fan fiction writers. Oh, God. Yeah. The amount of overlap between fanfic writers and role play writers, writers is absolutely like, it's incredible. Fanfic is just role playing with yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of fanfics I've read that are actually pretty decent are usually based on people's role plays. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I'm not the normal role player, but not, uh, again, nonfiction is, it really helped me. Like be, writing nonfiction really helped me develop my voice. And I feel like my voice is my strongest uh, asset in role playing if I did any. Well, that's, that's actually so unique because I rarely run across people who can like cite writing nonfiction as like their source of inspiration for role playing. Wow, that's, huh. Yeah, I'm pretty special. You are. For me, it's more like develop your characters, like write maybe short stories about your characters or their backstories. And then from there, you'll over time also get more of a uh, inspiration to play them and like when you're playing them you can put more into your posts about them and how they feel and and like you just feel more connected which can be bad but if you do it right it's pretty great just uh i would uh like to suggest you don't become a rico and don't overdo it don't uh you know don't don't write everything out about your characters and then scrap it all and then write it again uh, and I then uh, do the same thing next week. I don't scrap it all. I just upgrade what's already there, usually. Oh, oh. I, I, okay, I did only Sorry. four big scraps. <laughs> and that's over 14 years. You cannot blame me. Okay, in the time that I've known you, you've done it about mm, 40, 50 times. I mean, I did rewrite them, but not big. Like, mm-hmm. But big overhauls is like. At max four to five. I can't believe I'm saying this, but in defense of Rico. Oh, oh no. God. We're done. We're done here. Okay, that's the end. Goodbye. <laughs> oh. In Go defense ahead. of Rico, I've rewritten Faye fifteen hundred times. Like I said, she's been fifteen different things in the world. Always a thug, always a fighter, but she's been a super villain. She has been a street thug. She has been a werewolf, an Irish werewolf. She has been a Naruto OC. I have had I don't do that with many characters. I do that with a few. Doing it for all of them, though, is a little bit much, Rico. Oh, no, I don't do it I don't, for all of them. I don't mean them. to fandom shame, but... Eh. I, only do, I only do it for, like, four of them. Those are my main cast. They actually <laughs> overlap in their roleplay, too. But, okay, if we're going to bring up uh, our versions, right? Oh, oh, no, this is going to be awkward. I'm going to get bullied for this. But, okay, so it started out as a vampire. Then he became uh, a furry wolf, which... Hey, uh, well, that was the one I was learning to write in, in bigger paragraphs, which I was... Hold on, I thought he was a, thought he was a werewolf. No, I don't mean to interrupt, but... Um... I thought he was a bad dog. He was for, like, one roleplay, and then I changed him again. No. Like, I'm not... And then you were like, oh, I like this. I yeah. like having fun. Yes, exactly. That's how it, exactly oh. how it went. The roleplay didn't wow. last very long either. It just lasted, like, a day. And then, when I was like, this is so unique, these ears and the, the tail and all, and, like, the animal instinct, and I... So I went on and I made him uh, an adventurer who was still trying to find his place in the world because I was still learning roleplay and I, it was kind of funny. And I met this really great oh, roleplay. Oh, self-insert. Self-insert. No, fuck you, first of all. 
<laughs> I mean, it probably was at that time, but at this point, it, it, it's become com- something completely different. So my first partner really taught me the ropes, which I don't have contact with them anymore, but if, if I ever meet them again, I'm going to thank them because they did a good job. God, and uh, from there, he just went on for to become then a mercenary, and this is going to sound very edgy, and don't you dare laugh, champion of hell, a demon, oh. and then back to normal mortal, then he became immortal, then he... Edgelord. Then he got into a family, which I kept to this day, every single one of them, and that's now eight characters I have to rewrite multiple times. They got less rewrites than my main character, and honestly, he just kept bouncing back between mercenary, king, bandit lord, and all sorts of medieval prof- things because I didn't, I never do modern or sci-fi. Sci-fi was a recent addition I started to do. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Uh, it's ASMR time with Edgelord. Hi, I'm Edgelord. I'll be eating <laughs> a human heart directly into the microphone. It's going to be crunchy, yet very juicy. Ah, oh, shit! I don't have my human heart. Never mind. <laughs> so, Willow. Yes. Question. Oh Lord! Oh God! It's it's <laughs> slipped out of my fingers like like so much sand. We've gone so far from this question. I think it's time to move on. Oh, okay. excellent! Because Willow already already uh, answered it, and we've just won. Oh, I was kind of hoping they also had devotion, so I so I could uh, oh, enjoy. Okay. Oh. Then, yeah. Then Rico, what are you asking me? What questions do you have? This is from Rico Stricker. What different versions of your characters? Uh, do you have of, of the soft boy? Uh, have you made? Oh, uh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So he started out as a magician, and across the vast majority of the ways I've written him, he stayed a magician. Like I'm very, yeah, no. Even as a kid, I was very consistent in a lot of his themes because, to an extent, and I'm not ashamed to admit this, Jaden was like a self insert. I was a very like forgiving <laughs> kid. Self insert. Yeah, 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 and I always thought it would be cool to, like, no magic. So, like, I pretty much implanted that on an OC and, like, just ran with it. And as a disclaimer, there is no shame in this. Like, people bash self-inserts all the time, but, you know, shame. we probably work. As long as you're not, like, being weird about it, you know? <laughs> but that's a whole other topic. So, he slowly transitioned from, like, a random magician in like a random time to geez this is like hard to explain actually so i fleshed out his backstory over the years he started as like a magician who is just like lost in a new world and then he became a magician who was cursed by a demon who was also lost in a new world and in his current like state and version that i still write today he's a human person like born a human who has the ability to use magic but he can only use it when he's possessed and he's like a target for possession by a demon and you know that that's pretty much like his entire change log like he hasn't changed much over the years aside from bits of his backstory like he's gained siblings romantic interests he's changed sexualities over the years which is really funny and uh you know like that's oh my god gay you know like he he was gay for a bit oh my god gay <laughs> a little bit all right, I think that's time. Uh, I would just like all of you to follow us on Instacart. Oh my god! <laughs> Look for our ad in Cat Fancy. Watch uh, Twitch.vhs/RaccoonSquad. Oh my god! Uh, Discord. Discord.gotem/BigNuggies. Rehoot us on Hooter. Hold us at knife point on Stabber. Uh, get th- get that mole looked at on Doctor. I am I'm losing um, my mind listening to this. Uh, slap our meat on Butcher. 
Oh my god. Um, <laughs> but no, for real. For real. Thank you for listening. And that's it for today. Uh in, in enjoy your day. Goodbye. Goodbye. I, I love you. Goodbye. Oh. No. Oh, yeah. If they know what the fucking RMR cast is, they know what the goddamn RMR is. Uh, it's if you want to join RMR, it's uh, discord.gg slash roleplay meets reborn. We do roleplay stuff if you haven't noticed. You can find partners here. How else do I plug it? Uh, uh, hook, well, hook up with us on Grinder. No. Uh, Wait, what? Uh, no. Nope. Uh, take nope. pictures of nope. us without our knowledge on Creeper. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling. Okay. End it. Okay, the facts. I got it. I got it. So, we're, we're on Discord. You can find us at the link below at discord.gg slash roleplaymeetsreborn. And on roleplaymeetsreborn, we do a lot of things. We do discussions about roleplay. We do character workshops. We do actual games. Like, you can join our little voice chats and play games with our friends. Roleplay advice. Yeah, that too. We do, we do movie nights every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern. And or Tuesday. Movies. And, and, and Fridays. And yes. animated movies on Tuesday. We have... At eight. 30 p.m.? I believe so. I'm the event manager. Let me ask myself. 8.30 <laughs> p.m.? Yeah. Usually yeah, it, 8.30. I, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Dax. And don't forget our lovely roleplay roulette every month, which is a pain in the ass. You did that to yourself. I know. You can join roleplay roulette to be uh, matched with a random partner who we take and like ma- we mash them together, like your interests and their interests. We make sure they match up a little bit and we just mash it together with a random person. Mash us on masher. Oh my god. <laughs> cut the tape before he goes on. Okay. Somebody cut his goddamn mic, please. So let's all say 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 goodbye then. Alright. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye, it was nice talking. Goodbye bye. Goodbye forever. Goodbye. <laughs>